Hello, everyone. We're in for a chewy gummy episode on the Mess Hall Podcast today. Let's get some food, and then we'll see if we have similar tastes or disagree. It's the Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena. I'm a gummy bear, something gummy bear. Do you know the song? No, I don't know that song. Oh, really? No. You're lucky. Consider yourself lucky. <laughs> Sorry for everyone who got that in their head based on that. So we have some gummy, chewy stuff that we have on the podcast today. and But not gummy bears, <laughs> but still, <laughs> when you say the word gummy, that's where I go. <laughs> I'm looking forward to some of this stuff, and our, especially our bonus item today. So, Unlike the other times where we don't look forward to it. Yeah, it's, exactly. you know, fun candy. <laughs> so... I just looked up kind of gummy candy, and okay. it's generally gelatin-based sweet. We'll get into that. Now, gummy is a German word, like G-U-M-M-Y, but jelly is often what's used in England. Think jelly be- jelly babies. Okay, yeah. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, gelatin comes from generally pig or cattle from the bones, hides, and skins. One person other, it says. Other horse. Yeah, <laughs> just like other uh, parts. <laughs> um, now, one of the first are, uh, well, I just mentioned jelly babies. One of the first jelly candy were jelly babies, which I don't know if you remember when we went, when we had them, and they were, used to be called unclaimed babies. Yes, yes. Like 1864. They were supposed to be bears, but they looked more like babies, so they went for it. Um, okay. Also, who made bears are Haribo. Now, we don't have Haribo bears, but we have Haribo roulette. Um, they began, first it was gummy bears that Haribo made. So this is a German company. They got the name after the founder is Hans Reigel, born near Bonn, Germany. And it's the first letter of those three words, H-A-R-I. Okay, yeah, yeah. First, he made a dancing bear, bear, which was bigger than the golden bear that they make now. Or the gold bear. And it was softer because they didn't use gelatin, but they used gum arabic, which is the hardened sap of the acacia tree. Obviously. Obviously, I'm saying that right (laughs) as well. I'm 100% sure that's right. (laughs) Um, I couldn't really find much on the roulettes, but I just found more about the gummy bears. But their slogan around the world is basically a version of makes children happy and adults as well. So let's try these roulettes. So I thought it was... Bland. Well, what flavor did you have? Do you know? No. Was it's, it pineapple? It could have been. It had a, like sort of a fake pineapple-y flavor now mm-hmm. that I sort of tasting it a little bit more. But yeah, it wasn't overpowering. It didn't have like a blunt flavor. It was very, very subtle. Yeah. And very chewy, which I expected from it. Mm, it was hard chewy. I didn't expect it yeah. chew and chew. It wasn't soft chewy. You're right. It was a hard chew. Like if someone told me they were a little old, maybe... But I don't think that was the case. So they, for anyone who like hasn't had them, they look kind of like lifesavers without the hole. Yeah, yeah. And they, the flavor because of the pineapple reminded me a bit of lifesavers, okay. but not as flavorful. But they, I just chewed and chewed and chewed. The pineapple was good, and then I had the red one. I think it was strawberry. Okay, I'm not sure. It was even wasn't as good. Yeah, like I said, it didn't have a lot of flavor. No, I'm I'm disappointed. It wasn't even gummy like. Yeah. It wasn't like that soft. 
Well, yeah. let's move on to an ad from our sponsor. Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. This week we have a new sponsor to the podcast, Rumi. I'm going to play a little clip from it, um, from these guys, and then we'll get back to the show. Hi there, I'm Brendan, a certified home inspector with Rumi. Do you have a problem that needs fixing? Whether it's big or small, inside or outside, let me help you find out what's really going on. You can call me by phone, or we can take a look together over video chat. Visit rumi.ca, that's R-U-M-I dot C-A, and go to Ask a Home Inspector to book your appointment with me today. So if you are interested in Rumi, go to rumi.ca or call 1-844-777-7864 and let Rumi's trusted local experts take care of all your needs. We're glad to have them on the podcast. Sounds good. I know we have some DIY stuff coming up. Uh, maybe we'll have to give them a call <laughs> if I can't figure it out. So it's great to know that we have them in our back pockets. Yeah. What are we on to next? Next, we have Twizzlers Gummies, the tangy version. Okay. Um, so we did Twizzlers before. They've been made since 1929, but the company actually ba- dates back to 1854. Now, of course, it w- they were made by the Young and Smiley Company, or the Y&S Candy Company, which is now owned by Hershey's. Their tagline, the twist you can't resist. Now, although Twizzlers are kosher and vegan, these aren't because they have gelatin. Okay, okay. It makes sense. Yeah. So Judging from what you said about them earlier, so. There's three diff- about gelatin earlier. Yeah. There's three different flavors. They're all lemonade, but there's cherry and lemonade, grape lemonade, peach lemonade. So I like the cherry ones the most. They had a little bit of tartness at the end, which mm. I, but what I really got from these, this is what a gummy candy should be. Unlike the first one, these are yeah. really good. They're gummy. They're packed full of flavor. And probably a ton of sugar. Yeah. I As soon as I opened that bag, it smelled delicious. Yeah. That kind of like feeling when I slowly bit down into it because I can only go so slow because of the gelatin, yeah. but I'm still biting through it and it's not hurting my teeth. Like no, that and kinda, you're sort of sinking into it. Yes. And it was like you want to say kind of like harder jello. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Not hard jelly. <laughs> no, no. But like... Harder jello, yeah, like really set jello. Yeah. They were delicious. I liked the peach the best, like I thought. Okay. And then the and then I think the peach either. was good, but I just liked the cherry one and they yeah. they were all good. I just liked the cherry one because of that little bit of tartness yeah. at the end. So I generally like cherry things the best, but I've learned because of fuzzy peaches how good peach uh, can yes, be. Yes, and yes. That's what I had in mind. Go back to listen to the uh Tyler and Monk episode for yes. fuzzy, fuzzy Peaches. And I think we did them on Halloween. Oh, hey. I don't remember. <laughs> that was a while ago. Next, we have Nibs, which is also from Twizzler. They're, I couldn't find... I, I found, like, we're unsure when they're made. they were first made around the 30s, <laughs> which is kind of a weird thing. Named after Coco Nibs. And I'm not really sure what the gelling agent here is. It has corn syrup. In it, maybe that with starch. Okay. I don't know, but glycerin, which I don't think gives so, gumminess. So, so a little bit of fun fact. Oh, and we have black. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we got black nibs. Fun fact: we didn't get these for the podcast, but we're having them on the podcast anyway. <laughs> is that really fun? It is for me. Want some more? No, uh, I had a couple. They were good. Um, that's why I bought them because I do enjoy black nibs. 
But you know what? I think we're in a higher licorice bracket now because mm-hmm. I still remember the black licorice, like the walking licorice, mm-hmm. Australian walking licorice, which was so good. These nibs are still good because they're not old. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you get old ones and they're hard as a rock, but these are nice and soft and chewy, so I enjoyed them. I really enjoyed the soft eating licorice, the, yeah, walking the Australian licorice. I buy yeah. that now. That's what I buy every so often if I buy candy, not for the podcast. I like black licorice, but I love cherry nibs and doesn't okay. compare to cherry nibs. See, I like the black nibs better. Hmm. Um, I guess you're wrong about another thing. But before yeah, I shouldn't yeah. marry you, I was wrong to marry you. And let's now hear a word from our sponsor. No, we're not. From the sound of the air horns, that means it's bonus item time. Woo! So, bonus. I'm looking forward to this. We got this a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, I'm not looking forward to saying some of these words. <laughs> so, we have muleys um, and duya, which is a spreadable fermented salami. So, muleys is based out of Edmonton. They make, they use locally made, or, well, <laughs> Local animals, I guess they are locally made animals as well, but that's probably um, free I'll, range. I'll take your word for yeah. that one. I, I didn't watch the process of animal making, so. Um, so, Anduya, which I looked up that how you say that, is from the Calabrian municipality in Italy, which we know like Calabrese, sal- like salami, and yep. it's yep. kind of spicy because of the pepper, the peppers that grow there. Same kind of thing. Now it sounds a bit like the French andouille. When yeah, that's yeah. what I thought you were saying earlier. Yeah, because there might be some French and in influence. There's history of French in Italy. I, did, I didn't look that up. That wasn't really the wormhole I wanted to go down. Wormhole, rabbit hole, rabbit hole. Know. Yeah. So we're not on makes, Star Trek. <laughs> makes sense. Or is that a black hole or both? Both. So spreadable is it's higher in fat. To fat to protein ratio, unlike salami, it's almost opposite. Like if it's one part per, like protein to three part fat in sal- in regular salami, this is like three parts fat to one part protein. Um, so it's soft and spreadable. It's also harder to dry. This is why they've started okay. making it because it's cooler in the north of Italy. They're probably not in Canada. I thought you were going to say the north of Edmonton and. It's more humid, so it's hard to make dry okay. salami. Right. And it's fermented as well, which it does, it did have a starter in it, so. Oh, nice. Um, I like the idea of it being spreadable, so I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to using it in some recipes, too. Um, like a spreadable yeah. salami sandwich? I saw it on pizzas. I saw it in pasta sauces. Okay. Just spread on bread is another one. Warm and spread on bread. We're eating it room temperature on a spoon or maybe more cold spread on a spoon that has a nice kick to it mm-hmm. nice flavor first i got the flavor of it which was nice before the heat but very nice flavor nice heat at the end i enjoyed that i can't wait to have it on pizza or sandwich spread it on a sandwich maybe some spreadable cheese i picture arugula Put, it'll be good with arugula that yeah that, that uh, on a crusty bread yeah. I could see that, yeah. I feel like it. there's so much fat in it 
my lips are now moisturized. <laughs> I feel like eating it off of the spoon does it some sort of disservice. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I think a nice garlicky baguette, like a crustini mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. Maybe even a nice cracker, depending yeah. on the cracker. We have saltines in our <laughs> right now. Yeah. That's not. You know, because have some recto versos as well. But yeah, that was good. That was I enjoyed that. We were looking to forward it. to it and I can't yeah, I'm thinking little like pizza piles Friday. of it on pizza. Yeah. But yeah. That was a good bonus item. It was. Doing. It was probably one of the best bonus items we had so far. I'm surprised we held off so long. We got it a little while ago. Yeah. But let's get into some more sweets. Yeah. So next we have nerds gummy clusters. So they're like I'm not actually exactly sure, but I'm going to read the poem on it. Rainbow nerds surround fruit gummy centers. Those sweet little sparks are fantastic inventors. A poppable cluster packed with tangy, crunchy nerds. A candy so tasty. There aren't even words. (laughs) In 2005, we've talked about nerds, but the UK had a product called Nerdalicious, which was kind of like nerd-filled licorice. Which kind of brings it to what we've just tried. Okay. This sounds like I'm going nowhere. And really because I'm not going anywhere with this. But I thought it was (laughs) interesting. It's owned by the Ferrero Group. Which owns 21 of the 40 starch moguls in the U.S. What's a starch mogul you said? I was just about to ask what what the heck are you talking about starch mogul? It's basically a mold for gummy candy or just soft candy. Okay. Um, You fill... Um, the mold with cornstarch, poured the fill, like the filling or gel in, set it, and then remove it. And it's been around since about the 18, uh, since about the 1900s, the early. Well, I, I wrote since about 1899. Why didn't I just say 1900? <laughs> <laughs> but it's important because it used to be done by hand, but it wasn't safe because the workers would breathe in this starch and they would get respiratory, respiratory diseases. Starch lung. Yeah, apparently that, well, I don't think it was called starch lung, but I don't know. (laughs) And then also, so there'd be less starch in the air and I guess starch can be combustible. So there's less occurrence of dust explosions or fire. Well, that's good. Worker safety. I also think it's interesting one company owns more than half in the US, but. (laughs) Let's give them a try. They look fun. I've been looking forward to this one for a long time. Well, probably about a week or so since we got them, so. No, we just got them the other day, so. I do love nerds. I think they're an American product, so. They're less, you can, it's like having a, it's less sticky because you don't have to pick up one little nerd. You just pick up a bunch and like. Who picks up one nerd? I guess not one nerd, but I hate using the box because then you can't share with anyone. I don't, I pour some in my hand. Who shares nerds? I don't know. I pour them in my hand and then. No. These are delicious, and apparently they are. They're addictive. They're delicious. Tangy. Yeah. Sweet, heart crunchy, and soft. Yeah. It has everything. Throw a little salt on there. (laughs) (laughs) Great source of protein. (laughs) Full meal, all in one colorful bag. Fruit, vegetables. I like those. Those were fun. I can't taste the center. Because it doesn't taste nearly as strong as the nerds. I think the nerds are so flavorful anyway that... Yeah, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just I'm opening up the bag and eating more. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) 
Now there's a cluster. Five clusters stuck together, and I'm eating them all like that. I want to like slowly pick off all the nerds to get to the center. You should maybe pause this so I can do that. <laughs> so we took about a 20-minute break there so Lena could have more nerds. They are addictive. I love them. Yeah. It's, but somehow the gummy prevents the nerds from sticking in your teeth and getting caught because it yeah. sticks to the gummy instead of wanting to get caught in your teeth. Yeah. And like somehow that works out. I I like them. They were fun. They're one of the best candy I've had in a long time. Yep. Those, and I really liked those Twizzlers too, but these. These were great. I like them. Yeah. All right, I, let's move on to the next thing. I don't know if it's going to top it, but. I don't think it is. Let's give it a try. So we have Fry's Turkish Delight. Now, I learned from this podcast how much I love Big Turks. And I'm guessing this is a, that's a variation of this bar. Because this bar has been around, well. It's been around by J.J. Fry and Sons since 1914. Now, the company has its roots. They can trace it back till 1728 by Joseph Fry, who made chocolates. Um, it merged with Cadbury in 1919. Of course it did. Of Cadbury course. had to merge with something of then. So it's a Turkish, a rose flavor Turkish delight surrounded by milk chocolate. Now, did we have locum or Turkish delight when we did our Turkish, Turkish box? I'm not sure. I, yeah, I, I forget. It's a confection made from gel of starch and sugar. In this, it's uh, the gelling agent is pectin, which is extracted from citrus fruit. Fruit, fruit. That's not a word, but fruit is. A word. I did know that. So I'm excited. I bought this not for the podcast, but somehow didn't eat it. We oh yeah. It when, when I say fun <laughs> fact like that, you criticize me. When you did say, I say it, it was a fun fact, or did I just say it no, was a fact? No, you're right. It wasn't a fun fact. I'll pretend it's fun when it's. It's all history. I don't know. I think the inside is so flavorful, the chocolate takes away from it. It's a diff- It's different from the Big Turk. It definitely is. That inside is so flavorful. It's so good. Definitely get that rose water mm-hmm. flavor in there. I enjoyed it. But like I said, I think the chocolate took away from it. I just want to have the center. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it too, but again, I was thinking of a Big Turk, and I like the Big Turk better. It kind of has a good balance, but this yep. doesn't mean it's bad. That that center is better than a Big Turk, but... Oh, that's for sure. But I am... Um, makes me want to try more just plain Turkish Delight, yeah. which I sometimes buy every now and then. Yeah, I definitely want to try more Turkish Delight as well, just plain. It's softer uh, than a lot of the gummies, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I, I, I like it. So I have some ideas of what I want to talk about, and... Let's take an ad from our sponsor first and go from there. This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by the Calgary Foundation, proudly supporting community needs for 65 years. Whether someone is battling depression, fleeing domestic abuse, or worried about putting food on the table, it's times like these that inspire people to help others during a period of unprecedented needs. The Calgary Foundation is here to help. Through the generous support of donors, the Foundation offers a wide range of funding opportunities for organizations who share a common goal of building a healthy, giving, caring, and resilient community, one where everyone thrives. If you're part of a registered charity looking for a grant, discover a wealth of resources at calgaryfoundation.org and learn more about the Calgary Foundation on their Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube channel. So something I learned and something you brought up during the podcast is what 
Starch moguls? Nope. Is different thickening agents for different gummies. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that because each gummy had their own gumminess. Gummy profile? Yeah. Gummy profile is correct. <laughs> like the Turkish Delight with the pectin, the gross The Haribo. One. Yeah, with the, uh, I don't gelatin. know. Gelatin. They had gelatin. Yeah, horse hooves. Or As, just gelatin. I um, think, were they old? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. But I think we both can agree. No, I don't know. That Turkish Delight was pretty good. Like I said, I think the chocolate took away from it. The nerds were amazing. Yeah. Actually, those, I heard bad reviews of the Twizzlers. I really liked the Twizzler gummies as well. Yeah, so did I. I thought they were nice, chewy. It's what a gummy should be. Like I said, I like the cherry one in there. I'm a big cherry fan, so. Yeah, I'm. But those tangy, crunchy nerds, they were great. I really like those. So fun. They were. They were a ton of fun. But I do, I don't know, those Twizzlers just had that perfect gumminess. Yeah. Um, I felt like it was the right packaging. Like it just seemed to, it was just a bag, but somehow it seemed to keep it soft. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to say it's a toss up between the Twizzlers and the Nerds, but I think it's the Nerds. The, the I think nerds. the Nerds are the winner. Yeah. The, the Nerds. And then I'd say maybe the, I'm going to go with Turkish Delight after that. And I thought you wouldn't like the Turkish Delight. I didn't think I would either, but the flavor in there, like, it was so intense and it was so nice. I really enjoyed that rose flavor. And rose flavor isn't something we eat a lot of. No, no, it's, it's not, not. a common Canadian flavor in like, Unless you go, I guess, and buy Turkish delight or yeah. Turkish food, but it's not something we use a lot of. No, no, it wasn't. So, you eat um, anything good this week? Always, this stumps me. Like, I, <laughs> my mind goes blank. I've forgotten what I've eaten. You made scallop potatoes with yes. chipotle scallop potatoes that were yeah, delicious with pork I had, tenderloin. I had scallop potatoes somewhere else, and yes. I'm from Nova Scotia, so I say scalloped, not scalloped potatoes. Right in whatever you can. Call I, I know where you had. <laughs> I know where you had the scalloped potatoes, and yeah. I don't think they were as good as the ones. Oh, I made. it made me crave scalloped potatoes and like good scalloped potatoes. And yeah, me too, potatoes. and that's why I want to make them. I also cooked off a lot of beans, a lot of chickpeas last week, yeah. and black beans, and I put them in the freezer. I just cooked them plain, but I made a really good chickpea curry, coconut curry yeah. that was chock full of veg, and that was. Pretty good. I yeah, I used thinking. some of those black beans and black beans and rice yesterday because I made uh, my own tortillas for quesadillas. Yeah, they were good, So too. that was fun. I like making my own tortillas. Yeah, it almost reminded me of, never mind, I can't think of the right words. <laughs> tortillas? No, because they were crispier, and it reminded me of... You know Nachos. the big nacho chips that you get? I want All I'm thinking is chalupa and that is not the right word. They're big tostada. Tostada? Is that right, the word? Maybe, you know what yeah. we bought it? They're almost as big as rice cakes yeah, and they're yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our cats being silly and pouncing and attacking my papers. I had a crave cupcake last week that was really good. Oh, I know cuz I came home and there was an empty crave cupcake box. Funny thing was there were two when I ate them both. Oh, probably. No, I'm lying. <laughs> I'm totally lying. It was, I mean, there's no I way. I might just get Crave been. Cupcakes on the way home tomorrow for myself. Well, I didn't, it was brought to me for being so lovely. I doubt it. Just like you should bring me one. If you were lovely, you would have save some for me. I know you were going Working. on a healthy, healthy kick. Yeah, I, I got so. rid of it before you got home, not so you weren't tempted. Okay, thanks. Oh, actually, 
the pizza I made on Friday, not to toot my okay. own horn, but you didn't eat any that day, but I made prosciutto and asparagus pizza with bocconcini, and I put sprinkled, sprinkled's not the word, but some balsamic vinegar on top. Drizzled? Drizzled, yeah, drizzle's a good word. Yeah. And then I just thought, is there a way we could harden balsamic vinegar and make balsamic vinegar flavored sprinkles? Because that might be good. Like crunchies for- There probably could be. <laughs> on salads or on pizza or something. But yeah, that was pretty good. I'm going to say it was, but it's a toss up. I'm using that term again between that and scalloped potatoes, yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's, uh, that's our life in a nutshell this week. So We eat. Yeah. We talk about it. <laughs> if anybody ever finds those nerds gummy clusters make sure you give them a try they were delicious um, if you guys have any other ideas of cool foods that you'd like us to try on the podcast email us the mess all podcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter instagram mess all podcasts it's all out there you can find it and uh keep on eating